Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Uptime Community. We're so glad that you could join us live today. Today's date is February 27th in the year of our Lord, 2024. I'm Greg Messina. And if you are new here, we are a community of believers that are actively studying the Holy Bible and looking forward to that glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus, the Christ, the way, the truth, the life. We want to make this an interactive forum, so we do welcome your questions and comments today. If you don't know who Jesus is, we do encourage you to get to know him today, but I do have to give you the bad news first here. We are all sinners. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. Sinning, uh, sin means missing the mark, and we deserve eternal separation from God and his blessings. What the good news is, our debt or sins have been fully paid for by the finished work of Jesus Christ on that cross of Calvary. He shed his blood for our sins, died, was buried, and was the only person who has risen in a fully glorified body on the third day. If you believe that this has happened, placing your trust in the blood of Jesus, you are saved from eternal damnation. You must believe in your heart that this has happened. As it states in Romans 10, 9, it is by the heart by, uh, that we believe. We believe and it resonates in their hearts. And then you'll begin to want to start living for him, not for the world. As scripture states, we become ambassadors for Christ. Isn't that an amazing thing? The gospel can be found in 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. And uh, that is, moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which you have received and wherein you stand, which also you are saved if you keep in memory of, of what I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, uh, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, that he was buried, and that he rose again on the third day, according to the scriptures. Amen. Amen. Praise God. First Corinthians 1. 15, one through four, to go through that door. Jesus says, he is the door. I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, apparently, we are having some issues with streaming to our rumble.com uh, uh, site, our rumble.com platform. So we will try to fix that as soon as we can so that those who uh, try to get on there We'll be able to view the live stream as well. So we do apologize for that, but we will work on that and getting that fixed for you. Um, so uh, also just want to bring up the verse of the day. This is from coming from BibleGateway.com. First John 3.18, my little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. Amen. We do need to show that we are um, walking uh, the walk, not talking the talk of of being who we are in Christ. If we're ambassadors, we need to show that we are ambassadors of Christ. And uh, we need to love indeed and in truth, show these people what we are, who we are as, as believers in Christ. So um, with that said, uh, before I bring on the panelists and you can see them all here, they're waiting anxiously to get in, dive into today's uptime. But I do want to let you know, first uh, of all, I do want to thank everyone for their prayers and for their support for uh, my wife, Shannon. Um, you know, she's going to be having surgery next month, this upcoming month. And uh, we have we have all that we need now uh, for the uh, for the surgery. So thank you so much uh, for everything. We are so thankful, so grateful for all of you for uh, doing that and for your prayers. And we pray that the surgery will go well. She has pushed it off to another week. So it's more of mid-March rather than uh, the first week of uh, of March. So, um, but 
she will be having that uh, done. And I do want to let you know also that we did not come back with any awards from the ICVM crown award ceremony that was held in Tennessee this past week, but that's okay. Uh, we get the true reward in heaven, right? Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, God is good. And we know he's coming for us soon. So with that said, um, Thank you all for your prayers, of course, for our travels uh, with both myself and Emily to the uh, the uh, NRB, uh, which is the National Religious Broadcasters Convention and the awards ceremony, ceremony for ICVM. Um, but thank you all for that. We are so grateful. We thank you for your prayers. Amen. So with that said, uh, we do bring back our uptime panelists and we have a full house tonight. My goodness. We have, of course, Brother Bob Barber. Hey, everybody. Glad to be back. And we bring back Brother John Boucher from Watchmen for that great day. My brothers and sisters, good to be here. God bless you all. Thank you so much for coming. And of course, Thanks. on the watchdog, oh, you unmuted yourself. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> good evening, y'all. You have a good show now. Listen carefully. We have Brother Rick from Departure Heaven. Jesus is coming any minute. Amen. Amen. And we, of course, also have uh, Brother Michael Pels. Thank you for coming back on, Brother. Hey, God bless you all from the sticks of Indiana. <laughs> the sticks. <laughs> Very nice. I'm going to bring up your audio just a little bit. but um, And, of course, we bring back Brother Aaron. And uh, Brother Aaron is going to be sharing with us his research and he's, of course, from Got a Minute channel. He's going to bring, bring us a lot of exciting information about the upcoming solar eclipse on April in April. So, um, Brother Aaron, thanks for coming back on with us, brother. Yeah, thanks for having me. Now, I don't know how much time you want me to be talking and how you want to handle this. I, uh, I didn't really like I got lots of things I can say. I didn't really make specific notes. Uh, but if um, do you want me to just start talking and you can just pause whenever you want me to pause or. Yes. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to have you, uh, we're going to jump in a little bit. We're going to discuss about what the eclipse is, Let's because there are some people who don't understand what we may even be discussing. So we'll talk about what this upcoming eclipse is, okay. when, it's, when it happens, and what the symbolism is behind it. And we'll kind of all jump in. We can all interject at some point, but okay. just as you go along, take as much time as you need, but we'll just kind of just ask us if we have any questions also, and the, the panelists have any questions too. Okay, so what I'll do is I'll, maybe I'll just speak for about five minutes, just give a brief overview of what's coming up, and then I'll let you guys ask questions as I say things. I probably made like, I don't know, 20 videos uh, on things related to the eclipse and surrounding the eclipse, and uh, I should mention that I, I do like searching for the rapture date. I should mention that I have no clue when it's going to be, uh, you know. So we just speculate, we, we, we take a look at things, we take a look at seasons, we take a look at the things in the sky. Genesis one fourteen is a good verse to check out. Uh, I don't know if, Greg, if you want to pull it up or you want me to pull it up. Um, maybe yes, I'm just checking out what's going on with the Rumble platform, but oh, okay. uh, yeah, I can, I can do what that I for do. you. So. I mm -hmm. could, uh, well, you know what, don't worry about that. Genesis one I'll get. I'll use my hard copy. And um, we're just doing a little quick overview. And um, hard copy says, then God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs 
for seasons, for days, and for years. Oh, there you go. You got it. Perfect. And uh, Psalm 19 is another one to reference before we get going here. And um, it says that the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament show uh, his handiwork. So Luke 21, 25, that's another one to reference. And it says that, um, and there will be signs in the sun, in the moon, in, in the stars, and on the earth, the stress of nations with perplexities, the sea and the wave roaring. So that's kind of an intro thing. People say, what are you looking at the stars for? Well, God made the stars, and uh, it's totally fine to be looking at the stars. And in fact, he said that there would be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars. So that's the, that's the basics there. And so most people understand that there is um, a pattern of these three eclipses. And I got this little styrofoam thing here that I've been uh, adding to it. And, um, well, I've been calling this the flower bouquet. And I've got about uh, 160 uh, spots that have biblical names and I've been pulling out lots of biblical themes with this eclipse. Now, um, there's a 2023 eclipse, there's a 2017 eclipse, and there's a 2024 eclipse. And um, the 2017 and the 2024 eclipse are what's called total solar eclipses. And this solar eclipse that's coming over the States in uh, in April, which is a few months from now, like about a month from now, uh, it's the ninth one uh, since the States have became a nation which is really fascinating because we see that the 2024 eclipse goes through uh, places called Nineveh. And the word nine is in the word Nineveh. And God, Jesus says, there will be no sign except the sign of Jonah. And so we, we have a place called Jonah. We have a place called Joppa. We have a place called Gord. The Gord plant protected Jonah. Uh, and then, of course, we have a lot of places called Nineveh where the 2024 eclipse goes through. Amazing. The 2017 one, seven years ago, goes through seven places called Salem. I think it's seven, seven places called Salem. So we have Salem, Nineveh. And then, of course, we're finding all these other biblical connections. I did a, a live stream a couple days ago where we've got uh, a theme of Ruth and Boaz. That's an incredible theme that, that's there. we got a bunch of Ruths and Boaz through these eclipses perfect we also have the theme of joshua we got um it's going through places called joshua and jericho and jordan and we did some other uh videos where um the eclipse is lining up in a place called little egypt and uh, we've got uh, a moses i think it's moses island and we have an Aaron, kentucky we got pharaoh lake in new york i mean you can tell any you can tell every so many biblical stories through the locations that the eclipse goes over top of. Mm. And if that weren't enough, uh, the way that you would draw an Aleph uh, in the past with the old Hebrew, it looked like a, like an Aleph head, like an A upside down. And uh, the way that you would draw a top was like a cross. And so the 2017 and the 2024 eclipses together make the sign of a top, make the sign of a cross. And so... Not only that, we've got the con- it's the conjunction of the sun and the moon are in the conjunction of Pisces in the fish constellation. And look at all the things in the Gospels. Jesus not only once but twice he rained. Uh, he used two fish and a couple of loaves. Two stories of feeding the five thousand and the four thousand. And then at the end of John, he says, "Go get one hundred fifty-three fish." Mm-hmm. And then there's the dragnet. I think it's uh, Matthew thirteen. I believe we can get, pull it up later, but. Uh, where there's a separation of the dragnet. Gather the good fish, gather the bad net, the fish separation at the end of the age. There's a lot of fish analogy. Uh, 
uh, Christians, we are uh, our symbol is the fish, right? The uh, the uh, <laughs> ichthos, I think it's called. Yeah. And so you know, there there's my quick uh, five minute summary. This eclipse, in my opinion, is God's um, judgment. What is it going to happen on that day? I have no clue, but it's it's going to be a thing that we're going to if we're here past it, we're going to look back at this and always remember that this was the sign of God's judgment in my perspective. Just like we were looking at back at the 2017 mm -hmm. um, um, in Virgo, the uh, Revelation 12 sign, we look back at that and we, we calculate from there. And so I think that this is the uh, certainly a sign of judgment and it's coming sooner than later. And so my plea and our purpose is why we make these channels and we get out there is because we know it's coming and we want you to be a believer in Christ. I want to see every single one of you guys up in heaven. I want to play hockey with you guys. I want to go for a barbecue. I want to go surfing <laughs> with Brother John. I want to jam with Bob Barber. You know, I don't know. Like, we just want to have a good time up there. And uh, But our the time for fun and games is over. Yeah. Right now, it's time to have fun, but... It's this yeah. is a very serious thing. Like, yeah, I agree. Jesus, he could come back like like now. He could come yeah. back in a, literally a couple days and weeks. Like, I don't know, but it's it's right now. It's time to take the easy train, and if you don't hop on the easy train, mm. you're likely going to have to die for your faith. And uh, I don't yeah. want to see you do that. Right. So, um, yeah, that's that's the quick overview. But maybe if you guys have any specific questions, that might help direct my my thought process or whatever well, you handle this. Well, I got one for you, Brother Aaron. Brother John's uh, birthday is on April 8th. <laughs> mm. <laughs> right in the path of it, too, man. Wow. How lucky is that? <laughs> just set up your birthday table outside and just watch it while you're, you know, having yeah. your birthday cake. <laughs> yeah. For, for those who are watching and they're not saved, like Brother Aaron said, he wants to be with you guys. We all want to be. Once you're saved, though, we're all we're just a bunch of Second Timothy two fifteen. We study, and we rightly divide the word of truth. That's yeah. it. That's mm -hmm. the second verse after Amen. salvation. That's what we we. That's all a bunch of. Okay, Bible fanatic. That's all right. I don't mind that, right? Jesus. But we're looking to and we're searching scriptures, okay? Some are searching scriptures for dates. Some are searching scriptures for uh, other tasks there. But everything is in the Bible, okay? And uh, the more sure just for the fun of it, as I'm saying, people will say, well, not everything is in the Bible. Yes, even, mm -hmm. even the cell phone is in the Bible, right? right? Did you know yeah. that? Yeah, Job 3835. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, Job 3835. That's your cell phone. It was prophesied by Job, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So, mm -hmm. but I did uh, I did want to add one extra a little additional thing into everything that Aaron said, just to what comes to mind, um, what's left over. And um, I have shared on my screen. I'm not sure if you could pull that up there, Greg, but it's Matthew. 1240 it says for as jonas was three days and three nights in the whale's belly so shall the son of man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth so we know that the sign of jonah is jesus christ he was the the, the yes. prophetic sign but yeah. when we go back which is really interesting too and we look at jonah 3 4 
It says, and Jonah began to enter into a city or into the city a day's journey. And he cried and said, yet 40 days. And this Mm. is significant. Oops. Yeah, 40 days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. Interesting because we can allude based off of Jesus because when he came, he, you know, he he wanted to preach repentance, right? For everyone to like John the Baptist. And it's so awesome. The thing that I love about this 40 days here is if you actually take that period of 40, which we all know, um, biblically speaking, as a time of testing and trial, and you multiply that by 50 jubilees, that's 2,000 years. And in the book of Nahum, we do see that Nineveh was destroyed, but God relented or postponed destruction to Nineveh because of the repentance, because of the sign that was given to them. And the interesting thing is the Ninevites worshipped a god called Dagon, who was a fish god. So seeing Jonah come up out onto the beach from a fish to those who worshipped the fish god would have left an incredible impression. So talk about meeting someone where they are, Mm. you know. But those were just some additional things I want to kind of throw in there. Mm. So that's perfect. So now that you said that, that just brought some more things to my mind. Okay, yeah. so, so 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 that verse, uh, Jonah doesn't actually tell him to repent. He just says, "You guys are in trouble." Bye. And th- but what ends up happening is the king and everybody they actually do repent naturally because they don't want to be killed. They don't want to be destroyed. And mm-hmm. so the difference between the book of Jonah and Nahum is that. That it was the response to the message. So Jonah's message was, "You guys are done, and um, in forty days or whatever, you're you'll be overthrown." They repent, and God relents. Now Nahum, no, he he goes. It's the same message, kind of. But you guys are in trouble. You guys are, you know, and they do get destroyed. Why? Because they do not repent. Yeah, they so don't. there's the difference. That's such an interesting thing. And while you've got this Bible up, uh, Greg, if you go to Jonah four. Verse six and seven, eight. And, well, basically, verse six through eleven. Jonah four six through eleven. If you can pull it up, honey, since you got it on the screen. So, if you notice here, uh, it, v- verse six and seven, it says the word gourd, as mm-hmm. in the gourd plant. So the gourd plant covers his head, blocking the sun. So for verse six, it's 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 got the word gourd. For verse seven, it's got the word gourd. For verse eight, it has the word sun twice and no gourd and then it goes back to saying the gourd in verse 9 and then the verse gourd verse 10 has the word gourd so jonah 4 verse 8 is surrounded by the Uh, same kind of pattern but 4 8 has the word sun in it two times two times and we are we've got a solar eclipse that is being blocked by the sun the moon is blocking the sunlight the gourd Mm -hmm. you know the gourd is blocking the sun Yep. On, on 4-8, yeah. we've got an eclipse, and the sun beat on his head, and he oh. was mad because he wanted them to be destroyed. Now, is America – here's the question. Is America going to have a Jonah moment, or are they going to have a Nahum moment? Mm-hmm. And my my suspicion is it will be the latter. I think we're, the states and the world in general is going to have a Nahum moment, on, maybe not on this day, but at some yeah. point. I think this is a sign of judgment. So this is what happens when we get into the conversation. You guys say things that triggers, uh, triggers yeah. memories. Yeah. Hey, uh, Aaron, I have uh, one comment. I was telling Brother John about this today. You're, brought up, you're bringing up the gourd. Okay, so the gourd was a, was a place of protection. 
for Jonah during that time. Okay. So think about that. A place of protection. Now, where is Gord located in America? Arkansas. Ar- Arkansas. Take a look yeah. at this right here. What do you yeah. see in there? Ark. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Place of protection. Gord, Arkansas. And Gord is in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So where he was in a place of protection in Arkansas, where the Ark is, we will be in the place of protection of the Ark of Jesus Christ. Yeah. So you have that alignment there as well. So I thought that was pretty fascinating to see that there too. I mean, because there's only one gourd. How many gourds were there? There is a gourd in only... six, a gourd in seven, a gourd in nine, and gourd in ten. So the two verses no, before and after that verse. There was only one gourd in America. One though. gourd. Oh, in America, yeah, just one gourd, yeah. Just one gourd, and it was an ark and so. Yeah, that's so cool. Well, they're referring the ark that's as the so rapture. Some people are calling it the ark, the great ark. We can call it an ark because the ark protected from the flood during that time. Well, our ark is coming, and the door slams shut all people that are left behind. So we're going to have our protection. God's granting us protection throughout the whole tribulation because we're not going to be here. Mm-hmm. But interesting is right now we're trying to divide Israel. Our president, our current administration is trying to divide Israel to a two-state solution. In the Bible, it says God says he's against that. He says, I will divide that nation that tries to even to attempt. Could this sign of from could this April 8th be a warning to America? Look, you're about to divide my my land. This is a warning. Either you stop now or or else judgment is coming. Yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. It could be yeah. it could be a huge warning that's coming. But is America in the Bible? Are we in the tribulation? Well, it says all shall worship the beast. Everybody participates. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And you know what? Thank you for bringing that up because that brought up another thing that I was uh, looking at here. People say, "What are you guys talking about the U.S.? It's all about Israel." You know what? In Joel chapter three, it says that God judges the nations he just doesn't yeah. judge israel that's it yeah, that's we're all we're being marked <laughs> like everybody is going to be judged every yeah. knee will bow and to confess that jesus is lord everybody's Amen. involved and nobody escapes the judgment but joel chapter three you got it up there so for behold in those days and in that time when i shall bring again the captivity of judah and jerusalem i will also gather all nations this is just not israel all nations, right. and we'll bring them down into the valley of Jeho- right. Jehoshaphat, mm-hmm. and we'll plead with them there for my people and for my heritage, Israel, <clears throat> whom they have scattered among the nations and parted my parted my land. And that, and that, there you go. That's what Rick was saying. Like you guys no, can't mark my land. We are yeah. definitely being marked for something, guys. And I, yeah. I tell you, the people that need to be scared are the non-believers. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm not scared yeah. one bit about this, but we know how it ends. Well, the whole world is affected, and we know this all throughout Scripture, spe- specifically in the book of Revelation. The whole world is affected. Yes. Oh, yeah. Be control- is yeah. under control of the evil one. Um, even now, so, unless you come to Christ, you're not going to have those blindfolds taken off. Sorry, folks. It's it's just the way it is. Um, trust me, I have seen it my with my own eyes that there is some kind of blindfold that is over people. I can I can see that even when I'm with others that don't know the Lord, certain things they just do not see. But yeah, the whole world is affected. And by the way, I just want to let people know that anyone who does go to the Rumble dot uh, com platform and watches on Rumble Live, you can go there now that we are back up and running. So just wanted to point that out there. Okay. 
Um, People are right. sleepwalking into hell. They don't even know it. They got their blindfolds on. The whole world is blindfolded, mm-hmm. the ones that don't believe. It's all about their life and not putting their life to God. It's all about what they're going to be doing that night, going out to party and or whatever. God's getting ready to shut this whole thing down. The day of the rapture, that's the day the world's going to change, folks. They're, God's going to crash their party when that day comes. It's going to yeah. be a big. This will be the biggest wake-up call in history. You the know, morning will after be. will be bad. The, the morning after the rapture will be so reckless, so chaotic. Oh yeah. So and oh, yeah. I'm from Canada. So is Aaron. And uh, <laughs> when you guys say, uh, you know, America, I think it's North America. That's that's the whole thing there. Because see, the eclipse is also going through uh, Newfoundland there. But the thing is also that I, I was reading this week, uh, if there is no judgment to our nations, okay, uh, America and North America, if there is no judgment from God, God's going to have to ask for forgiveness to Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm-hmm. That's Billy Graham's wife who said that He's once. Forgive, yeah. yeah, she said that. She said that if there is no if there is no uh, damnation, if there is no judgment on America, there will be uh, some forgiveness to to give to Sodom and Gomorrah. That's yeah, God would have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. That, that's an old Billy Graham thing. Um, yeah. Did you did you guys you you realize I got to bring up the the red heifers, right? Oh yeah, it's ready. And. Well, it is ready, and since October, and that some people say the reason that they that the war happened there in Israel was because they were nervous about what's going to happen with those red heifers, and now I hear they have decoys, they have they have all kinds of stuff to keep those things that they're going to sacrifice. All it has to be is one, and this will be the tenth one since Moses. They, there's ten total. This will be the tenth when they do it. And uh, Brother Bob and I were talking earlier, and it, we found that uh, there's a Sabbath of the red heifer, and it's the last day of Adar. And this year there's two Adars, and Adar ends on March 30th. It's literally counting that day, which is a Sabbath, which is a Saturday, counting that day, March 30th to April 8th, counting that day is 10 days. Is that interesting? Yes. That is. Do they, are you saying they have, uh, do they have to sacrifice these uh, heifers before March 30th? Is that what you're saying? Or Well, well, I'm saying it's the Sabbath of the red heifer. I don't know if they're oh, going to the sacrifice Sabbath. it on that Sabbath because yeah. it seems like it would likely – they want to do – it's in preparation for Passover. That's what that Sabbath is for. So if they're going to sacrifice a red heifer, it seems likely that would be the time if they're going to – you know, not to say they can't do it other times – But it's just interesting that they have a Sabbath called the Sabbath of the Red Heifer, and it's it's the last day of Adar. And this year, since there's Adar two, you know, there's the third, the second Adar, but it's ten days until the first day of Nisan, and and that's the eighth. That's the eclipse. So it ties in these red heifers. So man, I'm gonna be watching this. You know, yeah. All of a sudden, we hear the, the <laughs> that's a sign and a half. And then Bob and I were talking about the. Uh, Revelation 2, 9 and 10, which talks about, you know, that church, uh, Smyrna, whatever, will have tribulation for 10 days. So mm-hmm. then we were also talking, right, Brother Bob, about the yeah. about the grid down t- uh, possibility or whatever. It, there's so much right now that is just so 
uh, uh, pending, you know, and we're almost like now that we've gone past 2023, which was, uh, I was telling Brother Bob, we were running, you know, with the whole year of 2023. We're, gonna, we're going all the way, man, right to December 30, December 31st. We're running all of a sudden, there's the wall, you know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Exactly. That's great. But yeah. right, the, we all hit the wall, and it's taken us a little bit of time. And some of us are still kind of like getting up, going, "Oh man!" But we got to keep going, you know. We got to we got to get to where we're going, and God is leading us to that place. The Holy Spirit is is uh, you know bringing us through through all of our you know watchmen. You know, not you know you can tell if you watch my channel where where I was and where I am now. I've I've gone from a you know, looking at all the signs. I've been watching the signs still. I'm not, not looking. It's just that, you know, brother Aaron is doing such a fan, fantastic job with, with, you know, pointing this out and he's got his, his um, uh, discord channel and, you know, all the people that contribute to that. We're all part of the body, you know, and what a Amen. great, what a great time to be part of this group. And, and it's small, right? We're, we're, we're small compared comparatively to the world. Oh, yes. Right. And they don't want to hear or see anything. They don't want to understand. We're just a bunch of people who study, like I said, Second Timothy 2.15. But that's the thing. People are doing their own things. And they're so focused-minded on their phone and stuff like that. They don't want to hear the truth. And what would they do with the truth anyway? So people are like this, right? I brought it once, but this is the world right now. The light, so the light at the end of the tunnel is an onrushing freight train. Yeah. So you mean to tell me that the light at the end of the tunnel is not hope? Daylight is actually a rushing freight train coming right Yes, up. that's what it is. People think, oh, no, there is light, you know, new age and stuff, and yeah, everything yeah. is well, and draw those little rainbow in their windows. And yeah, no, it's I not. Something for Aaron. I got a question for you, Aaron. What do you think of this verse here? Revelation 18, verse 3, Babylon the Great, mentioning America is involved here, and they're all drinking of the drunkness of this country. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? Do you think well, of this that we're being marked for that verse for this well, upcoming yeah, eclipse? What's your what, take on that? Yeah, what a loaded question. There's a two-minute answer. There's a, <laughs> there's a one-hour answer, and there's a, a 24-hour answer for that one. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know – there are different camps of who Babylon is. People have so many different perspectives on who they think Babylon is. Some people yeah. think it's it's USA. Something. Some people think it's literally New York. Some people think it's actually um, the Catholic Church. Some people yes. think it's actually um, Babylon that is going to be restored in in old Shinar. Uh, some people think it's Mecca, where that black stone is. Uh, some people think it's just an overall combination of worldly empires and locations. So, my goodness. So, where do we go with that? Um, so, my, I kind of deal with a lot of these things with percentages. And I would say that U.S. is, you know, 80% chance that it's probably Mystery Babylon or at, at least very, very strongly connected to that answer. Yeah. Uh, I think huh. that the whole world is uh, it's traded it's it, it, the whole world compares itself to the US dollar you know so we uh, when I say we 
that's the, that's the thing too. Can Canadians think that we're we are Americans? Like we are yeah. we 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 feel like we're your brother. Yeah. We feel like we're the same country. So a lot yes. of times when I'm talking about America, I say we because I feel like I'm American. Yeah. But anyway, so America really controls culture. It can it controls Canadian culture. We watch American uh, entertainment and sports and movies and everything. We don't even want to watch our own content as Canadians. So <laughs> really, they've really taken control um, entertainment wise. Uh, financially, militarily, financially, uh, yeah, they've got. They're really they got their hand uh. in everything. They got their hand all over the place. So you know, eighteen three. Now, now that you ask, is this the states? You know, is this is this a marking for the states? The short answer, yeah, I I, I completely think so. Um, there are some other th- side thoughts uh, that we don't need to really get into too heavily. Like I think that um, there is a lot more um, importance in the the it's, it's it's really important to recognize the islam faith and the muslim faith and how it's going to play a part in the end times role uh there might be some light connections to babylon in that way but i think ultimately here here's the bottom line to make the the answer short i think that usa needs to be taken out of the way for biblical prophecy to happen and um and so come over my people i think that is a representation of the rapture and I also feel that Babylon falls near the beginning, uh, the, or at least the Babylon structure, uh, the way that we know it, so that the Antichrist can set up his his uh, his kingdom. He he can set up his whole structure. You can't really do that if the United States is still operating in the way that it is right now, uh, along with the world. And oh, yeah. I know that the BRICS is taking over. They're they're swapping currency like crazy now. Uh, a lot of trade. The U.S. dollar is not being used in a lot of trade. So it's already sort of being hammered. Um, just a matter of time that I think the rapture is the the big shutdown, you know. Yes, it is. And big, that's what just... it is with the Americans. Oh, the Sorry. Americans sneeze and Canadians catch the cold. That's how close right. we are. Yeah. yeah. Well, America is definitely a type of Babylon. If it's not Babylon, mystery Babylon itself, it's definitely operating under all the protocols of mm. Babylon. So if it's, a, if it's a type of Babylon, then it's going to receive a type of Babylon destruction. It will fall in an hour. It will fall very fast. And I believe that's totally, 100%, that definitely will happen to this country. It will definitely happen. It will just disappear off of the global stage in one hour. Well, God marks an X. You better be yeah. ready, folks, as that looks like an X to me over America, and it's not yeah. over any other country. So something yeah. is going on here. God is marking something. That yeah, it's an X. Yeah. Not going to draw an X over someone's picture. That means they don't want that person there anymore. They're getting rid of them. So it's over America. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to until uh, 2045, I believe, or 44 over the states. So this is the last one, really, in in this segment of time that's got close, significance yeah. to it. There are some uh, eclipses that go over Egypt that are pretty interesting in 2027. Uh, you know, I don't know. Could that represent something else, like a midpoint thing or something like that? Maybe. Um, That'd be cool. But uh, but this is the last kind of North American big deal, and uh, yeah. and it goes and how unusual. Names, you know, how unusual is oh. it that I'm not sure if you guys noticed, but I've been seeing a lot of articles about people to prepare to prep, especially in Indiana. The state police are almost in a declaring it a type of like emergency and telling people that to have. Now, their explanation was that because of a lot of outsiders are going to be flooding our state. But I just think it's weird because I, I don't 
do do we have anyone going around any putting out news articles saying to have a go bag ready the last time we had an eclipse? I, I remember something like this happening last year where they they had like <laughs> Did, a how about a uh, Bible catastrophe day or something like that and they they would teach you how to do all that stuff i I think it was around this time of year last did they do that okay i wasn't sure because i couldn't remember i was like i don't remember them so many different articles coming out about being prepared for this specifically in eclipse they better include the bible because they're going to need it (laughs) 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 they better include that in your back oh yeah pack a bible too that should be the first thing they should say pack your bible first before you go there yeah because you know where the rapture could happen you know, yeah, well, Venezuela on this eclipse. Venezuela's been emptying out all the prisons and sending all the prisoners here. Okay, oh. look, they want yeah. a war for the American citizens. Yeah. They want the American citizens to go to war with all of their uh, illegals coming into this country. Civil war. All right. They know that we won't fight each other. They tried that already, guys. They tried to separate whites and blacks and do all the racial thing, and they could not start a civil war. It's like, well, if you guys won't fight among yourselves, we'll send in people that will fight you guys. Okay, so they open up yeah. our borders. They're sending everybody in. And I was telling Brother John this today. I was like, you know, it's going to get to a point when they all get in here, and now you're going to start fighting over all the resources. You've seen it already happening in all the cities. They're shutting off stuff going to Chicago, yeah. problem in uh, uh, Illinois, problem in New York. They're shutting off all the resources now globally. And what's going to happen eventually is it's going to start to get really tight here. And then eventually they shut the lights off, turn off the power, and now let us all duke it out. Okay. Yeah. You know, they could have done that six years ago. All right. And you know what? I bet you if they try to do this EMP, whatever it was, of course, you see all stuff happening now. If they try to do it six years ago, they're like, you know what? There's not enough, you know, People that are really bad in this country that will take advantage of the situation. We got some bad people in cities, but we need a lot more bad people to come in here and take advantage of the situation. So let's import 15 million military age men into the country, spread them out everywhere, and then shut the lights off. Yeah. And let them go to war with these men. Oh, by the way, let's make sure we arm them right away. That's right. Going right into the perfect storm. Oh, yeah. It's like going right into this perfect storm, isn't it, guys? I mean, really, uh, quite something. And like we said before, people are blindfolded to all of this. They just see an eclipse coming. They don't know anything about the symbolism that we're discussing here tonight. Uh, They don't know anything that's coming here, folks. They they just don't see it. And that's scary. That's that's disconcerting. Um, But you know what? We try to warn these people, let them know about what's what's happening, what's about to happen. And listen, if they don't listen, they turn deaf ear. We wipe the dust from our feet and we just move on. We keep doing what we're doing. Exactly. Here. That's it. Man, don't exactly, you know don't let yeah. it get to you. Don't let it get to your head. Just keep moving. Just keep moving. You told them you did your your part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I'm sharing yeah. something, Mr. Greg, there that you did send me. Um <laughs> are you ready? Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? You're on my show, and he shared that on my show. Yes, proposed Canadian builder. Do you sit big enough? Yes. Wow. They're already doing no it out way. in the open, folks. They're getting ready for this. It takes yes. the right evil man to enforce something How? like this. And the Bloc Québécois is on the federal side, so that's for Canadian. It's not the Quebec party. It's the Bloc Québécois, which is federal. And they're trying yes. to pass it for many years, but now this is what it is. Now, if you bring up 
if it well, hold passes, on, hold on one second. Let's let's let the audio people on the audio know what's what's being shown oh, here. Okay. So, proposed Canadian it? law could mm-hmm. see Christians jailed for quoting the Bible. Okay, yes, that is a big possibility, right? Yes, religious exemption will be under the hate speech section of the criminal code would be removed, which could see Christians arrested for quoting scriptures or publicly voicing opposition. I like the way they wrote it. They wrote a scripture with an uppercase S. It's the, the way of writing it. So I'm glad about that. But the thing is, <laughs> the thing oh, is, is that's where we're going, right? That's where we're going. Persecution. So, Can you imagine after the rapture how hard it's going to be to get a Bible, to read the Bible, to Ugh. preach? It's, it's going to be movement, man. It's all going to be underground. It's all yeah. going to be underground. It'll be illegal to speak right. in public. They hear you, they snitch on you, they say, look, he's talking about the Jesus. And they come up to you, you're talking about Jesus. You have to come with me, sir. And you hear those cuffs come on his arms, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You got to keep your mouth shut, everybody, about Jesus, yeah. or you'll get arrested. It's yeah. going around. It's been passed. All right, look There's at nothing. this right here. You can't make this up, folks. It's right there. Yeah. It's starting to happen already. It's right there. But it makes sense, though, because there's nothing new under the sun. What has been done will be done again. You know, God has declared right. from the end from the beginning, so we always see these these uh, repeating patterns like this. Mm-hmm. So, I, so when I as we all I know, it's going to get that, much worse. Believe this. I'm saying that God. Canada is ahead of United States because of the free speech there. In United States, you're still allowed to do that. In Canada, soon it will, it will be forbidden. So usually you American people have are ahead of us in a lot of things, but now we beat you. <laughs> we're, we're well, there first. There's a, let me, let me just say this. When, when the Bible, we're out of here, they're going to create a, there's a religion that they're working on right now. If I might be wrong, It's called Chrislon. It's where they combine all the faiths together. Mm-hmm. There's three buildings they're constructing, and they're, they're temples. They're, I, you have to Google it. And they're going to call it Chrislon, where they combine the Muslim faith, all the different, the main, the biggest three faiths in the world will be combined in these three buildings. And the Antichrist has to have a world religion system that everybody can accept. Yes. But if you're caught outside Chrislon teaching something about the real truth that we're teaching here, Boom, they'll slap the cuffs on you. you know, off to yeah. jail you go. No questions yeah. asked. That's it. And we're already seeing yeah. it. You're already seeing stuff and happening for it. If if you allow me, yeah, I Long, would like man. I would like to come back to Revelation 18.3 and 18.4. See, that's the thing. Mystery about Babylon. My point of view is no, it, it I don't think it's United States because the Vatican has created more sin than anything. So that would be 18.4. I heard another voice come out of her. So that's something, that is something that you have to worship. You have to come out of her, okay? If you're a resident of the United States, you cannot just come out of your nation. You're still an American. And Canada, same thing. So, and it says in verse 3 that her fornication, I'm talking about the, the, the Vatican again, And the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. Right now, we don't have kings. There was king. Well, we do Canada as a king. And that's a king who did commit fornication with all that stuff of Catholic, Romans Catholic. So I'm looking at this as the next generation and the next um, main uh, religion, Chris Lam. And that's what it is. 
that that's I I think that's what it is. It it has to be an entity which is not a country in itself because it says all the kings of the earth. So something Canada is still under the kingdom of uh, New England, the UK there, uh, England. That's mm -hmm. a bad thing, but yeah. uh, it is what it is right now. Now, And, John, I kind of sorry, I had to have kind of a little bit of an unconventional view than probably most of the panelists yep. on here, but uh, in regard to Babylon, but the the mystery Babylon in itself, specifically when we're talking about for all nations have drunk of the wine of her wrath, mm -hmm. of the wrath of her fornication, um, we don't have to actually been be pinpointing a specific city, whether mm -hmm. it be Jerusalem or a specific yeah. nation such as USA, um, which we've kind of, you know, kind of scratched that off the list, but um, it could be a spirit, you know, the, uh, 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 the Ishtar uh, spirit or Ashtar mm -hmm. spirit so much, you know, so to speak, because this is the, they're all worshiping, you know, the mother earth, so yes. to speak, right? There's yep. the, the Babylon, Babylonian symbolism behind it. The mother yes. earth, uh, Ishtar spirit. Um, you know, you see that all throughout movies and, and, and also their uh, symbolism with their theme, like uh, Columbia pictures, right? Yes. You have her standing with the torch, you have Liberty and Liberty Island. Yeah. Um, so there's their Ishtar um, spirit and the, um, Yeah, and, and that, that is something I think that is being spoken of here because it's all spiritual. For the most yes. part, you put your spiritual lenses on, you can see all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath yes. of her fornication. Yeah, and the woman rides the beast, so. The beast so, that comes up from the, the abyss. Yeah. The, 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 the thing about the Chrysalon buildings I was telling you all about, I don't, I, I wanted you to, I wanted Greg, if I could share this, I want everybody just to see this real quick. Uh, here it is, guys. This is the, the unveiled the plans for the mosque, the church, and the synagogue. That's what it's going to look like right there, folks. Mm -hmm. right. During, I believe during the tribulation, they can come here. They combine all the world's religions together to Chrislon as a part of a one-world religious system. But yeah. that's the model of it. They're going to come in, look at the church, how, how fancy it looks. Yeah. You know. I mean, goodness, yep. folks, you can't make this up. This is all coming right before our very eyes. Brother yes, Rick, and they all say that we serve the same God. I'm sorry. No, we don't. Okay. No. no Brother Rick, go back to the first picture, just the very first section there. If you What look at that, that, if you look at that, um, look at to the right there, and look at all the apparent V, W, you know, W's or V's or, you know, the lines, right? That's what I just might. Well, there's a pyramid symbol on one of them on top. Look at the third building to the right. There's a pyramid on it. See the little white yeah. pyramid on the roof? What and, is that going on? What is that all about? And what what's huh. interesting is what brother, what brother Greg was uh, talking about with uh, brother Richard that had seen what the mark of the beast was going to be. Uh And it was talking about fractals, right, Brother Greg? Yes, we did and, discuss that with the fractals. Um, yeah. Specifically, if you, you know what a fractal is, you have the three triangles uh, yeah. co-joined together. Actually, yeah. you have a triangle which has three points and three sides to it. You have the six, 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 right? Yeah. But um, so, yeah, we, we think the, the symbolism of that triangle, and especially with, of course, the Egyptians and the pyramids, there's something mm -hmm. dealing with that triangle 
and, that the enemy really loves and has yeah. some power to it, as we've we've noticed in the past that people will put something underneath a pyramid and it'll last a lot longer than usual, yeah. uh, whether it be fruit or uh, some some perishable, right? But uh, something to that, something to that. Yeah, I do yeah. believe that. Mm -hmm. the, the thing that I saw, Brother Greg, that, that got me thinking about that, because ever since you told me about that, I, I see, you know, the, the patterns, right? The, the triangle with the three triangles in it. And I just, my eye just saw that picture and I was like, wow, it's kind of, it's not exact, but it's, it's just something about it gives you, like if you drew a line from one corner of the roof of each of those, and you'd ha that would split it into two triangles each. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm just saying, I, I don't know if it's just, you know, sometimes we think, uh, we think too much. <laughs> no, well, no, you know, sometimes no, these things are symbolic and, and I think the Lord does show us some things. We don't really want to, mm -hmm. we don't concentrate yeah. on it so much, right. but it is interesting to note there, there are certain things that kind of tie into what the enemy is trying to do in the end times yeah. and how yeah. we can use that as a deception, right? right. Um, yeah. We want to be aware of the devil, devil's schemes, right? Yeah. Um, exactly. That I got something else. There, Brother Greg with the, Greg. With the gold, oh, with the triangle, Sorry. with the middle triangle. That's what, uh, that's what Brother Richard was saying it, it would look like, right? He had I got one other thing to share with you all real quick. Yeah. Can you go to this screen? It's right here. Um, this one here, guys. I'm just going to show you this real quick. This thing here is the statue they're going to erect. Oh, yeah. All first look of the giant statue coming in 21 cities across the globe. Right. This thing, is it an image of the beast? I think AI will have its role. This is a real yeah. statue they're going to build. It's over 100 feet tall. It's it's. Yeah. I saw the commercial for it. It sounds like something straight out of a sci-fi movie of the New World Order. So and it has, something brother, interesting there going on. Brother Richard, it has the ability. It's, it's all done with computers, and it has the ability mm -hmm. to, if you stand in this particular room, it has the ability to be to make you that statue. Mm -hmm. so like, yeah. You are yeah. this God. You are God. That's the whole mm -hmm. thing with the new the image of the beast system. It's coming. Yeah. That's it. And Question does it. does it have the ability to speak? Right. Yes, yeah. it does. Oh, yeah. It does talk. Yeah. Yes. With it AI, does. we'll we'll take over. It'll be thinking on its own. Demons, well. of course, are behind that. Oh, brainwashed city folks all over the place. And oh, the I statue told me to do this today. Everybody, they have a daily message coming out of that statue. Here's the daily <laughs> message from the beast system, yeah. and everybody's going to yeah. go along with it on a daily basis. Well, folks. that How about that that particular statue has 3D scanning software booths that are near it, and you go inside, and it it takes a 3D image of you and projects it onto the oh, statue, and it, it has a microphone, and then you can speak, and then it'll go through it. But being someone who's, you know, I'm a content creator and I do a lot of that. And I'm always looking for fast ways to kind of cut you know, corners to make things a little bit easier to do things digitally. And um, I believe me and Greg talked about this once briefly. But um, at one point I was starting to look at some of the, the AI features that they had out there. And I remember there's this uh, AI software. And it was really interesting because you can drop a photo into it. And the AI itself will analyze the picture, and it'll actually animate it on its own. So if you, like, say you have a picture of an ocean, and you put the picture of the ocean into the software, 
it recognizes it's an ocean and because of that it'll automatically make the water move and the waves yeah. come in it can and so i was like man this is kind of weird and i was looking at other people's examples and then you could drop a portrait of a person into it and you could see when you we put it in it would automatically yeah. give life to the image and uh, it was like as soon as I seen that, it scared me. It really did, and because it, it brought up Revelation thirteen fifteen in my mind, where it says, "And he gave, and he had power to give life unto the image of the beast." Mm, and when right. I seen that, it it really spooked me, guys. And I was like, "Wow, That's that funny. is absolutely what is happening." It's because it's the AI is literally giving the image a life. And with the things like Adobe Voice, where it uses AI to create complete voices from other people or completely on its own, you know, you couple yeah, these scary. technologies mm -hmm. and suddenly you have truly a life imitation giving software or capabilities. And it's only imitating because we know it's not true life. But I was like, well, how creepy is this? You know, uh, the book of Revelation says that when the when the false prophet goes to the people, he's, he'll say, hey, you guys need to build an image unto the beast. So mm -hmm. the false prophet's not here yet to make the declaration. So I don't, they haven't built anything that's been built is not the image. Right. So the false prophet's not here yet to say, hey, people of the earth, build an image unto the beast. Right. Okay, The Bible says he's, he does that. So the false prophet's not here yet. So whatever's out there is not the image, but I think the the the, the, the technology we're looking yeah, at right here could be applied to it. Oh, because yeah. I think they're going to go way beyond this giant statue. That's too I obvious. Agree. I think there's something else in the works. Yeah, that's far more nefarious. Maybe it'll be more like a, yeah. a humanoid, you know, person or something that that. Yeah, it's connecting. But and you know what we were talking about earlier, just before you came out there, Bob was about. I was talking about. I, I heard on a, a station I was listening to radio uh, that AI actually means destruction. Like there's yeah. a city, you know, they went to the city of AI, and and AI means destruction. That's so it just ties right into where where we're all going with this. Yeah, could I uh, interject a little bit uh, on on something? Go back about ten yeah. minutes. Is that okay? Um, I wanted to touch a, a topic that um, not really related to what we're talking about. But, I mean, it is because we write it up. But this is so, so critical for every single person with a YouTube channel and every single Christian to exercise this. Okay, guys? Okay. Sometimes people will read one verse and they'll say, okay, that's it. That's all. One verse, we're done. One word, half a verse, we're done. No other translations, we're done. It's It's really, really bad, really, really clumsy. So I'm just talking to every single individual in the world right now. I'm not pinpointing anybody on this panel or anybody in the chats. But um, what we want to do is if we, if we see a verse, we want to read the verse. And I, I recommend, rule of thumb, reading at least three different translations. If you really want to get into the heart of the matter that you're getting on. And then read the rest of the chapter and read the chapters before and after it because sometimes it will uh, interpret for you. The okay. Context. And then you got to read the whole book, and then you got to read the whole Bible to get a really broad overview. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's go back just because the topic is here in this whole. Um, uh, you were saying that uh, the Vatican, and some people go with oh the seven heads. Oh, there you go. It's the seven mountains. Therefore, it's the Vatican. But the chapter uh, interprets it for you. It t it tells you it's not it's not uh, the Vatican because it doesn't set on the seven physical hills. 
the seven hills are actually seven nations. They're seven kingdoms. And then you go back to Daniel to interpret that. So um, it says that in, in Revelation 17, it says 17 verse 9, here is the mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are the seven mountains on which the woman sits. There are also seven kings. Five have fallen, one is, and the other has not yet come. And when he comes, he must continue a short time. So it tells you that the seven heads, they're not seven physical mountains that a city sits on. And so this chapter is interpreting itself. But if you just read whatever verse and just sit there and they say, that's it, that's all, and only stick with that one translation, you might be uh, doing yourself some harm. So this is for everybody, everybody, because uh, I see this a lot. I, I'm guilty of doing it too. We want to make sure that we read the verse, then we brought it out to the chapter, then we brought it out to the book, and then we brought it out to the whole Bible. If we go to Daniel chapter 2, it talks about what the mountains are. If you go Daniel 2 verse 35, this is Daniel interpreting the dream. It says, Then the iron and the clay and the bronze, the silver and the gold were crushed together, but you got it up there. Um, and became like the chaff of the summer threshing floors, and the wind carried them away, that no place was found for them. And the stone that smot the image became a great mountain and uh, filled the whole earth. So uh, this whole chapter is talking about uh, the kingdoms being replaced and switched over. And so he, But he's using the analogy of a mountain representing nations. So sometimes mountains represent nations and kingdoms. And um, so I just wanted to bring that up. And um, I... Good. I, I I actually was able to download like six Bible translations on my eSword yesterday. I was like, I was really excited about that because I've been oh, using E-sword. Yeah, yeah, I've been using King James this, this whole time on my eSword, but yeah. I always have all these hard copies of other translations, especially when I'm getting if you're studying a really particular subject, you want to hit different translations. So uh, I've got like six of them downloaded. I got the Geneva Bible now. I got the Amplified. I got the hard copy. I usually use my new King James Version as my hard copy. It was just gifted to me. And I, I just I like that. I use King James always to reference as kind of like a staple. But uh, I think it's so important to really understand more context to go oh, outside sure. of one translation, understand yeah. Hebrew, understand Greek. Interlinear Bible. That's a beautiful yeah. Bible you got too. It's got the Hebrew yeah. in there. That's I got it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you know what? You know, Jesus Jesus didn't read the King James Bible. He yeah. read Hebrew. He read Hebrew. He, he didn't he didn't even <laughs> read Greek. He he read Hebrew. So if he read he read Hebrew, I gotta I gotta read Hebrew. You know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, well, and all, yeah. all these translations were derived from Hebrew and Greek. Yeah. And so all these translations made their best effort and to translate what they saw, but even the all these translations are unique and different. So we gotta really Go yeah. through it with a fine tooth comb, especially if you're uh, studying a very specific subject. Yeah, study um, to show thyself approved, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, Aaron. Aaron. exactly. Yeah. Aaron, I got something. I want to piggyback off what you just said. The Bible, we know it's written from the hand of God, but AI is going to try to rewrite the Bible, folks. I this yeah. is just my opinion. And when you download digital Bibles, be careful, folks. I'm just piggybacking off what Aaron said. Be careful what you read because now that chat GTB is out. I'm not saying bad things about them, okay, so they're listening. But AI itself, when it becomes self-aware completely on its own, and we know how that might happen, okay, that it could rewrite the Bible and say, here is our version. And people think they're legitimately downloading the right Bible, the truthful one, and it's being twisted by AI. So be careful. Just another warning 
just like what Aaron would say, be careful yeah, what yeah. you read out there. Exactly. Yeah. Did, did you it's the a digital about, library. And when you're did reading you the word, also Disney, uh, yeah, Disney just bought a version of the Bible. You guys hear about that? What's yeah. that? They bought, they, they bought a version of the Bible. I can't remember which version it was. I saw a video on it, but they took that Bible and they only <laughs> removed one verse. And it was a verse where Jesus said, these demons only go out with, uh, uh, with fasting, prayer and fasting. Mark, that's the one mm. verse they got rid of. Wow, interesting, very interesting. <laughs> what well, they, they don't want to be recognized, they don't want to be noticed in the Bible. They want us to think that they don't exist, but they're there. Yeah. Oh, oh, just yeah. told, keep us be, out. Really. You know, we're <laughs> you got to be careful yeah. of those verses. Oh, not change yeah. the doctrine. The doctrine is the most. That's what's matter. Yeah, and when a, you read other yeah. versions, that's why I disagree a little bit with this. Because when you read other versions, sometimes. You step away from the right, the real doctrine, uh, and especially yeah. from where it was written back then. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, you well, know, that, that's why that's why he said that his staple, though, was the King James. It's the rock yes. that it's all built yes. upon. But uh, I definitely love, been, yeah, yeah. The, the Aaron's view James of study. I love has it. Been, it's, it's good. It's a good way King to study. James, the, the king himself have been raised into the doctrine of the salvation, yeah. the rightly dividing and everything. So that's why when he authorized it, that's why it was. And it was done from the Texas Receptus. Although all the other versions come from uh, the Codex and stuff like this. So, yes. So yeah. this, this, is, this is all Catholic stuff. This is all from Rome. And uh, um, what's the place? Alexandria, that's all okay, from yeah. there. The LXX. You got to be careful when you do this, okay? It's like people, <laughs> a lot of people don't know, but th there is all kinds of stuff. When you read the story about the King James himself, he didn't translate it, he authorized it because he was raised as a king. That's why Ecclesiastes 8.4 is very important when you read it. Uh, yeah. One thing I want to say is yeah. that if you oh, are willing to go into concordance on these other translations, I think that's a very much key to understanding mm -hmm. what that particular word is saying. However, the other translations, such as NIV, has taken out how many words uh, versus isn't, John 60,000 60, words? It's like 60,000, 60, right? So 60,000 yeah. words modified, missing, or added yeah. in, in the NIV. Yeah, you know, nuts. my point here is not necessarily a translation war. Okay, think of this. Think of it like this. Okay, you, you're you're a mechanic, and you got tons of tools. You got tons of tools back behind you. You got a hammer. You got a screwdriver. You got a socket wrench. Every one of those represents a translation. So let's yeah. just say that the King James is the hammer, but sometimes you need a screwdriver to to open up something else up. Okay, so it's not necessarily a translation message here. My message is this: more important than the translation, just generally try and read more than one especially when you're on a hot topic but most importantly read the verse but don't just stay on the verse right don't get tunnel read the context i agree with this whole context yeah. and then the whole book and everything else but be very very careful like if you're like a whatever i don't even care but if you're like i'm an amplified guy only well you might you might get in trouble if, if you're an amplified yeah. guy only and some people they say I'm a King James only. Just be careful with that. Be very careful mm -hmm. with that because Chuck Missler said uh, he's a guy that said that the King James has flaws as well. And so we need to recognize and have our radar on 
and uh, just look at different translations for for deep study stuff. And we we don't want to miss some really important critical things just because we're one track yeah. uh, minded. No, and maybe. So, yeah. But do you believe that the King James is the preserved word of God? I believe that the Hebrew was the original text and Greek was okay, the original text. You speak and, English, right? You're yeah, an Anglophone from Canada. I learned to speak English at one point so I could learn how to study the King James. I came to the Lord with the King James. I do believe that the King James is the protected, preserved word of God because it's from the Texas Receptus. Now, when you got other versions, and I'm not saying the other word I'm using usually, I don't want to bring down the other version. But when I, I come up with the King James, it's the most close thing that we have to the Hebrew and the Greek for the New Testament. But it's all from Texas Receptus. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, but the King James is my love letter. I don't want nobody to tamper with my love letter to me from God. If you remove words and stuff like this, right, you wouldn't share your wife. Brother, so that's the same I think, thing for the Bible. I think you're it's missing very, the whole point. I think you're missing the entire point. I'm not coming against the King James. King James is one of my main Bibles that I use. Okay, okay? good. But don't defend a translation more than Jesus Christ himself. Like, don't die in the hill of King James and, and because you, you could miss some really awesome study. And some people really miss a lot of study with that, okay? So yeah. um, don't don't defend translation. Defend Jesus Christ, you know? And exactly. That's um, what I think. Well, the Bible, the Bible says to establish everything by two or three witnesses. So yeah, that that's really important. And to dive into context and like Brother Greg brought up to look at the concordance is really where exactly. it all it, it all oh, comes yeah. together. But I, I definitely agree. It's it's good to have a little bit of varying perspective. But our foundation is always Jesus, who's the rock. And then we have our manuscripts. And then we have direct word-for-word -word translations like New King James and King James. Those are really good. And um, the NIV is obviously best. But, yeah, I think yeah. it's just a misunderstanding. You know, I, I, I understand what you're trying to say, and I understand what uh, Brother John's trying to say. Satan but, uh, wants to rewrite the Bible. He's, he's going to do it during the trip. He's going to try to do it. Well, he's not even going to allow the Bible, but he'll have his own version of, you know, like I said, Chris Law. Oh, for that. sure. Like yeah, I said, the digital library. He wants to rewrite it to the version that he sees fit for everybody because he doesn't want anybody knowing the truth. You know, the Bible is going to be, of course, it's, it's going to be an illegal book during the tribulation. So he'll have his own version. It, of course, it'll be digital and AI will have its hand in it. All that, yeah. folks, all done by you know who, the Antichrist. Okay. So whether it is or not, folks, like I said, It's going to be a mass confusion during the tribulation. But Satan's going to make it easy for everybody to understand his word that he wants people to believe in. Like I said, God said he'll cause them all to believe in a delusion, which will be yes. visual and audio. So, yes. yeah. Real quick, Brother John Boucher has to leave, so he wants to just say a quick goodbye. Okay. Johnny. Well, guys, guys, I love you, and it was a very uh, – Blessed to be with you guys again. Nice to meet you, that. brother John. Oh, thank you, brother Rick. I love you. You gonna rapture out of here first, or out of here? I'm, I'm, I'm ready, man. I'm always <laughs> thinking the boxes What? disappear; they get raptured, like what happened to John just a second ago. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just share something with you that I looked at before. I was excited about. Sure. It. I was thinking about it. I'm getting back to the eclipse because this is a big deal. That this 
This is yes. the biggest sign we've had since the since the uh, the first one uh, on August the twenty twenty first, uh, twenty seventeen. This is like the next one that ties into that, and it's just shy of seven years. And the whole thing with with Brother Aaron bringing out all this about uh, Jonah and the gourd and the ark and you know, just everything, okay. But to count, I mean, you know me, I love to calculate and look at things, not saying that that's when we're going to rapture or anything, but it's, I like to scenario things. And really, uh, this eclipse is about as important right now for us mm. that are watching and have been over the last six and a half plus years, you know. Um, so interesting that Jonah went into Nineveh and just before he went in, it was this Bursa Gals uh, uh, solar eclipse, the most famous eclipse. It was like uh, 763 BC or something like that. And Nineveh had been, um, uh, they had a plague. Then they had a civil war. Then they had another plague. And then this Bursa Gals uh, solar eclipse happened right over them. Then about a month later or so, okay, Jonah came in and he was saying 40 days, 40 days. He's crying out 40 days. You have 40 days to repent or, you know, maybe every day for 40 days. Somehow they knew they had 40 days. Now, my thought on that is what is 40 days from April the 8th? And so I had to go and look at that's what I left before to go look at the calendar and if you take 40 days, counting April 8th as the first day, it brings you to May the 17th. Now, what's interesting about that is just right in the area of May 14th. It's just three days after May 14th, which is their 76th. You know, the fig tree is then going to be 76 years old. That only gives them 40 years until 80, uh, four more years until 80 years. That's almost a three and a half year more. You got it? Where before the woman is fleeing into the wilderness at the midpoint. At 80, let's just say. When they become 80, then all of a sudden, the, okay? Now, my thought is this. So it would it be possible that this April 8th, it is a sign, and we hope that we're raptured. I hope every day that we're raptured today. I'm not looking mm. to go any further. That's Amen. Me. But should... April 8th come and, and go and, you know, everyone will go, oh, nothing happened. It's a sign. Something is happening, whether we see it or not. And we know that God's in charge. But 40 days past there takes us to April to May 17th, three days after Israel is a nation for 76 years. Hmm. During their 77, they're going on their 77th year. Then they're going to hit next May would be the 77th, you know. So you got four years just shy of. Three and a half could fit in there somehow. At any rate, long story short, what I t said on my channel or on the live stream the other day with, with Bob and Aaron was that, you know, how we're looking at Nissan, which is the beginning, which is April 8th. That's the first day of Nissan, but it's also the first month. Okay. And Joel chapter three something i can't remember exactly the verse where it is but it talks about uh he's going to bring the former rain and the latter rain in the first month that's what it says in the king james the first month 
and it talks about you know the the, the floors being full of, of wheat and all that so it seems like it could be the fall but perhaps it's a it's a it's a uh, uh, a gathering of the in a symbolic way of the you know fats being full and the wheats everything's in the barn right it just is interesting the way the more I look at this thing, it's like it's tying into something. You yeah. know that there's something in back of it. There's a pull, right? There's like this. Yeah, yeah. Gotta be something. It's, it, we've been through all this. We saw the stars with Brother Patrick. We watched all that, and we're seeing the names and all the things. Doesn't you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. It all means something. But this exactly. is this is now like this to the, a left tav across America. And, you know, I don't think we can have a new world order with a thriving, you know, you know, great again, America, unless, you know, that's part of it, you know. Oh, can I, can I say something real quick before you yeah. go? I yeah. want you to hear this. I want everybody to hear this. Did you know tonight at midnight, it'll be exactly 40 days until April 8th. Don't Google it if you don't believe me, guys. Wow. Right on, yeah, February 28th. That's wow. Right. It's 40 days in wow. another couple hours. It will be 40 exact days until the April 8th. Wow, While you were talking about that, I looked it up. Oh, wow. Well, there back, guys. There was a brother. Yeah. The fact that storm just went through the whole country and he's ripping this whole country up tonight right now. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yep. 40 day mark. How about that? Is yes, there, I just to make you ready. The next 40 <laughs> days are going to suck. <laughs> Piggybacking <laughs> off what I am saying, folks, is 40 days from now, we need to watch every single event or every single day, watch the news not the fake news, of all the things that are going to transpire between the next 40 days. They give us an indicator what's really going to happen. One indicator that flashed up in my face is NATO is getting ready to send their troops into the Ukraine war. If that happens, folks, and they are probably going to do it, that will spark bullets well, at bullet. In other words, we will be they will be shooting at Russian troops. Yeah. Folks, if that happens, it could trigger a thermonuclear war in the next well, 40 days. The head, the head of NATO wow. has said that he will not send NATO Oh, troops so they changed into, it? Yeah, okay, he, well, he made a, a, a statement saying they will not. Well, friends, just friends wants to send Yeah, it, it was they were today. thinking about doing it. Yeah, friends wants to That's send That's suicide. <laughs> Bye-bye, John. Guys, I love you. I'm going. Take Thank care, you, brother. God bless you, brother John. Brother John. Love, love you, brother. Good night. Well, they say they're not going to send them, but then they send them. You know? yeah, they don't want everybody to panic. <laughs> do that that's too. why. Yeah. They well, it's like we won't, send I, tank. we won't send money. We won't send jets. Yeah. We won't, and they do it all. Well, Ooh. I guarantee you, there's special operators from the United States Army and Marine Corps over there right now. I can, I can almost guarantee you that that's happening. And I mean, it always happens. Yes, coming from the ex-military, I, I know that aspect. They never, they'll never come out and say it, and they'll go in under different banners and flags. But they're over there. You know, brothers, Aaron. Well, go ahead. Yep. I want to give you. I just want to mention one thing because we had a brother in the Lord had sent us an email. Mm -hmm. um, Rick, you brought up the forty days. Uh, brother Derek, uh, he has his own channel. By the way, it's Rumble.com/slash Bible Study with. Derek. Um, he is somebody who watches Uptime on a regular basis. Hi, Brother Derek. Thank you for your support and watching. He has sent me an email stating that, um, you know, we're all kind of scratching our heads once again. And uh, if April 8th comes out to be a big nothing burger, quote unquote, quote, right, that um, we 
we could be left scratching our heads once again. But if that's the case, he wants to he wants to really get deep into prayer on this. And if God is simply saying the end is near, we have the tendency to disregard that message as much as the street preacher wearing the cardboard placard saying the end is near because it seems overused. But in in this case, he wants to look to the example of Daniel in chapter 9, where he's considering the scriptures and seeking understanding that he prayed and fasted and got an answer to all of uh, his his questions. So he feels like the Lord is calling him to do the same thing, and he wants to let people know and invite people to his group that follows him on Rumble to participate in a 40-day fast beginning on Wednesday, February 28th, mm-hmm. okay, uh, and ending on the day of the eclipse, April 8th. Let us fast and pray and seek understanding. If April 8th comes and we find ourselves in the clouds with the dead in Christ, well, all in good, right? Uh, but if we have our answer uh, when April 9th comes and we have uh, our answer, then let our prayer be that God reveals that to us specifically when he's trying to tell us uh, that we have a full and clear understanding of what's going on. So anyone who wants Amen. to join uh, Brother Derek in that uh, prayer and fasting, uh, anyone who may be fearful of something as big as a 40 day fast, he's not saying that you have to do it like Moses or Jesus did, but let us fast as the Lord leads our hearts. He's personally committing to only eating one meal a day during this 40 day period. And anyone else can just commit to just skip a meal at the day, a day like lunch or simply give up a coffee a day or however the Lord leads your heart. Um, but even if someone just joins in for part of the fast or only learns about it halfway through, uh, what is important is for anyone wanting to participate for us to humble ourselves by admitting before our God that we have not been fully understanding what God is trying to show us in these heavenly signs and we need the Lord's help to open our hearts and minds to understand them. So feel free to share, he said, and that's what I'm doing today. So um, if you feel led to do Amen. so, join uh, Brother Derek in prayer Amen. and fasting. Yeah. The four blood moons serves as a track record, folks. It, we've seen what the four blood moons did. The, the tr- the track record speaks for itself. The four blood moon tetrad. Look at all the things that happened after that. Nothing happened on that day, but things happened after that, shortly thereafter that. Well, this sign here, could it be the final sign before the tribulation starts? Yes, it could be. So we look at all the previous blood moons. There were four, and they fell on those different days of holidays. That kind of serves as a tracker. I'm just saying that, what will this one be like? Is it going to act like the four blood room shutrads where nothing happens on that day and then something later happens? It could, or something could happen on that day within 24 hours or at the same time during that four minute period where the sun is completely blocked out. I don't know. We're not there yet, but you know, yeah. you know, that's what, that's the big question. But I'm looking at, at I'm looking at Aaron's picture behind it with the, that letter a, it keeps looking like an a, and I think about what is the the first letter of the of the word apple? It's A. And apple is what sin is coming from. We know that they sin with the apple, Adam and Eve. And I just thought I'd bring up what you, what do you think of that, Aaron? Is there any type of significance to that of me saying Adam and sin, looking like an A? Just your take. I just thought I'd throw that out there. Well, we did read that today uh, in the Bible. Today we uh, well uh, in our Discord we read the Bible every morning. We um, into that. We uh, we've been actually tomorrow. Uh, we started reading the Bible in September together as a group uh, every morning, 10 a.m. EST time for about an hour and a half or so. We read about three or four chapters a day. And tomorrow, I'll, my group will finish the New Testament. We're going to read two more chapters and we're going to read read the whole nice. New Testament. 
And when we get to a, a, a verse that's really special, I'm like, okay, everybody read it in like five or 10 different translations. And it's beautiful to see the, uh, how, the extra flavor of what happens there. And we, uh, there are some, some people that get confused about certain texts and then we, we bounce around and it's like, it's awesome. So I say that because we brought up this Adam thing today in our really? study. Really? You did? And I just kind of guessed it and pointed yeah. it at you. How yeah. weird is that? That's odd. So, <laughs> wow. Because, because you brought up Adam. And so, because why do, why do we? How did I know why that? Did, <laughs> why were we talking about Adam? I don't know why. We, it came up. We went to 1 Corinthians Universe 15. is strange, man. <laughs> yeah, we went to 1 Corinthians 15. And I was sharing that. So 1 Corinthians 15, 22, for as in Adam, all die. Even so in Christ, all shall be made alive. Yeah. Uh, right? So that's, that's 1522, 1 Corinthians 1522. Um, I should read 1521. For since by a man came death, by a man also came the resurrection of the dead. But if you bounce over to 1 Corinthians 15, um, and we can use yours too, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, let me see here, which verse is it? 1545, if you want to pull it up. Uh, and so it is written, uh, the first man, Adam, was made a living soul, and the last Adam was made a quickening spirit. So a lot of people, oh, I, in the next verse, however, the spiritual is not first, but the natural, and afterward the spiritual. The first man was of the earth, made of dust, and the second man is the Lord from heaven. So what we've got is we are all, um, okay, you know that phrase, you are innocent until proven guilty. You know that You know that phrase, right? In the court of law, you're innocent until proven guilty, but the opposite is true for uh, our life here on earth. When we're born, we are guilty until proven innocent. We are guilty because we have come in from the first Adam. The first Adam is sin. He sinned, and we are from that bloodline. So you are born with a giant X on you. You are born with an with a top. Oh, yeah. On keep you. that verse up there on okay. 46. Please keep that there. Yeah. I want to piggyback off what you're saying. You know, it's funny, Bob brought up in one of his videos about the alpha and the first and the last. Well, looking at 46, you read that not the first is spiritual, but which is natural, but afterwards is which is spiritual. Could it be that the first path is the first and then the last pass completes the X, which is afterwards is spiritual, meaning the rapture makes into immediately we're in spirits. You know, I don't know if that makes sense, guys. I just thought I'd throw it out there. I think what's interesting about the eclipse was the fact that the first pass is a seven-year sequence, okay? Yes. So the first one goes through the very first year. The second one goes through the sixth year. And the last one goes through the seventh year. Now, if you look at the seals, the first seal and it is just judgment, 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 judgment. And it gets up to the sixth seal where there's like a massive destruction and then the seventh seal begins his wrath. So it's, it's interesting. But why did God choose to spread out these eclipses? Why didn't God just have this eclipse pass in 2020? That probably would have made sense, but he chose to let it go for six years. And then right at the end of the thing, he goes six year, seventh year. It's like one, six and seven. Mm-hmm. I don't know if something is this is, is this is shouting out to anybody right now. I just thought that was kind of interesting. Why did God face it out like that? You know? Worse than sevens. Well, I mean, seven years could be the next seven years, could be the tribulation. We don't know. 
Yeah, exactly. And I, I like that train of thought, Bob. And I've always, I approach a lot of things in scripture that way because everything has a meaning and a purpose. You know, the Holy Spirit didn't, you know, write about something that was not really significant. And we know that it all points somehow back to Jesus. So that I like that train of thought. I was, uh, I do Bible studies at home too. And yeah. me and my daughter were talking about that significance and going back to Adam. Um, it was funny cause, um, I was talking about it and I was like, you know how we came into the world and like you're saying, we're marked and we're sinful and we we didn't do anything at all. And yet we're, you know, doomed. Right. But I was like, you know how what's even more exciting? You don't have to do anything at all to be saved. And I think that's so awesome how God balanced that out, you know, because it's not by our works, it's by our faith. And um, it's so exciting to know that. So I, I, I don't know why I wanted to mention that, but I just wanted to encourage everyone to remember that uh, as we get closer to this time, um, to set your heart towards the Lord and to seek him out. I think what Aaron's doing every morning is excellent. And um, we went out been doing a lot of evangelizing we got some bibles out today which is really awesome if you guys can keep a a, a woman named elaney in your prayers um we got her a bible and she had fallen away from the lord and and went to prison and and had a rough life but to to be able to be there and encourage her to help her and get her a bible king james back into her hands was really awesome you can go to the, yeah. uh, my channel and see that on my community tab and and we also donated a car out, and it's just trying to share the love of God and mm. to do everything we can to show them that, hey, mm. there's time to turn towards the Lord, but the time is short. And I think that's a, a really strong message that we need to remember and to also remember as we draw near to the end, to remember it wasn't about us or what we are able to do or the works that we bring to the table. It's always been about Jesus and his blood. And the faith that we have in his finished work, because I know deception is a sign of the last hour. You know, we see that written throughout all the scripture. And I can't tell you how more of an environment of deception that I see that we're in right now. You know, there's so much deception in the world and there's so much deception in the spiritual warfare. And mm -hmm. there's so much deception on what people are doing. And it's like, mm -hmm. wow, it's. We're, we're seeing this revealed, especially with the United States and all the lies that have been propagated out. And if there's no, it's like what Greg says, we can see, we have, because of Jesus, you know, we can, we can see what's going on. And, but people are still pulled into that dark, deep deception. And it's, mm -hmm. it's really disheartening. And when you're witnessing the people, you tend to see it a lot more, you know, face to face and it's like wow you know people are like oh well that's just the way the world is it's like no, <laughs> no <it's laughs> you don't want to be a way you don't want to be that way you know brother mike i'd like to make a point about you know about you talk about in the beginning about salvation you know i just uh seen some people here in the chat had to ban somebody they were just constantly preaching no water baptism is the only way mm. that's the only way you can get saved no, it's you not. gotta church, do you gotta do daily repentance and do your little <laughs> You know, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Say your prayers until you you get saved every day. So you got banned. Sorry, you can't be preaching that crap. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So, not. but we are saved by grace through faith the moment we believe. Okay, that's what I talk about. Uh, Paul, We're the sealed. jailer, He's, he didn't instruct the jailer. Quick, let's find some water. Get you baptized. No, he said believe. <laughs> okay, and you know, 
there's so many people out there in this last hour, so much deception, preaching this uh, false gospel of works and stuff like that. And, you know, there are, um, you think about how many Christians have walked a sin-free life since their moment of salvation, okay? How many have walked in absolute victory of their sins since the moment of salvation? I would say no Christian ever, okay? Not a single Christian has ever been able to do that. Okay, we're constantly in struggle, but mm. yet the heavens are filled with believers. How is that? Because if we're supposed to be, you know, they say we're to saved by our works, and none of us make it. The Bible says we all fall short of the glory of God. We sin on a daily basis. It's our nature to sin, but and only way you can get saved is through your works and repentance and being good and walking a good, straight, and narrow life. But none of us, not a single Christian throughout history has been able to do that. Not even our apostle Paul. He's an old wretched old mm. man that I am who will deliver me from this body of Amen. death. Okay. So the thing is, the heavens are filled, it's populated and grown on a daily, on a second to second basis with more and more believers. We see it in the book of Revelation. Amen. Multitudes and multitudes, countless multitudes you can't even count. How do they get there? Because they were all aces, because they were all great, and they were able to stay away from sin, because they're just all awesome. No, they got there by the, sim- the simplicity that's in Christ, Amen. by believing in Jesus Christ. That's how they all got there. Amen. Amen. Okay, so you, you know, know what? That- you can make it. Um, Greg, you said something about this earlier. I was like, "What? What makes those people they're getting resurrected any different than us getting raptured? They got the same promises the rest of us have." Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're getting resurrected. Okay, it's like, well, sorry, you're getting raptured, but you know what? You're kind of still in your sin still. You can't, you, you know, you can't partake of this. No, it doesn't work that way. No, yeah. they're, already get, the, they're already in the they're already in the grave. Reward. Yeah, we all get no. the same reward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they have the their conscience seared. They don't want to hear. They don't want to see. Yeah. Oh, we'll see when we die. No, it's going to be too late. Don't, don't, don't mind that. But uh, to die is not bad. It's a privilege. Because it's appointed yeah. to men to die only once, right? Amen. And unfortunately, exactly. you cannot die twice, okay? Yeah. Um, those who have after death, uh, whatever death experience, stuff like this, that's another topic. But as of us, uh, when we get there, it, it, it's appointed to us to die only once or being raptured, either way. But that's Amen. the thing. Uh, you got to be careful what you go in and what you believe and all these new age stuff and all that garbage that's going around, electronics and all that stuff. You were talking about fasting. Try to fast about uh, with your uh, Facebook or X or Amen. whatever uh, social media. I shared exactly. uh, I shared a screen there, Greg. That's Ephesians six twelve, right? We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Okay, against power, all right, and against uh, the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So this is very specific to us right now. This was written to Ephesians by Paul. But it, if I would be able to put it, I would put Ephesians 6, 20, 24. That's what it is right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a very close uh Polaroid picture of what we're living right now. And yeah. uh, I believe so that uh, we are so close to everything. I may Amen. still die tomorrow morning, 
but at least I know I'm saved. And after that, you can study to show yourself approved, rightly dividing in Timothy 2.15. But first, you got to get saved. First, yes. Corinthians 15.1-4. Yeah, and then you can join in the fast. And I think something, a few elements are really cool that I noticed tonight. Mm-hmm. One, Brother Bob brought up, the Disney, and it said, and he said that they removed that they can, these kind will only come out by praying and fasting. Then we have Brother Greg talking about a brother who sent out a petition to all of us to join him in a fast. The Lord has put it on my heart to fast, and since I'm diabetic, I have to fast. I usually choose technology. But when we go all the way back, we realize that fasting is really just about indulgence of the flesh, right? But nowadays, we have many more things that we indulge in to satisfy or to gratify our flesh. And a lot of that sometimes is really just our hobbies and things that we do. So to redirect your taking away your hobbies as a form of fasting and to point that time that you once spent maybe working on cars or developing websites or whatever the case is, and you point it towards reading the Word of God, and seeking him and praying that is a amazing way guys that has just really i've been drawn even closer to the lord and i want to share that because i think that's so important in the time that we're in right now and to know the riches of god's grace i kind of wanted to mention something that i thought was interesting so i wanted to share it with you guys something i hadn't noticed before was that when i was reading in the crucifixion Mm -hmm. and of course this is a centurion story not because of centurions of faith, but a centurion story. So when Jesus was crucified, he was crucified. There was always a centurion, an officer, to oversee the executions to make sure it was done. And we know one was present because you see that account in all the Gospels that the centurion was there at the crucifixion. But it was amazing because, remember, Jesus prayed for them. He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Now let me go back before the crucifixion and talk about Peter. And when he said, Jesus was talking to him, he said, Hey, um, Peter, who do you say that I am? And he's like, well, you know, some say that you're Elijah, and some say that you're, you know, uh, John the Baptist. And he said, but no, who do you say that I am? And he said, you're the Christ, the Son of the, the God, right? And he said, blessed are you, Son of Jonah for flesh and blood, and he was son of Jonah. Interesting, Jonah <laughs> for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father, right? So we know that revelation came as a spiritual revelation. Well, that moment, Jesus prayed for them at the cross, said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And when that eclipse came and the veil was rent in twain and there was an earthquake, the centurion looked up at Jesus and said, Behold, truly this man was the Son of God. That revelation he had in that moment only could have come by revelation of the Father. So we see immediately the power of God's grace working through Jesus. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And I thought it was really interesting. Of course, you can never tie it conclusively, but the first Gentile convert was Cornelius the centurion. Now, whether or not he was there at that day, I don't know. But I, I just want to share that. So, guys, if if God saved those who nailed him to a cross, he, he can save you. If he can forgive them, 
he can forgive you for whatever you've done. Amen. And I just wanted to share that. That's interesting. Somebody had their hands directly in this whole thing, you know, like we, we, we didn't even play a part in, uh, <laughs> nailing him. That happened like 2000 years ago, you know, and he forgave them right there yeah. on the spot, you know, I was going to say, we'll probably get into some questions here, Greg, because we got like 25 minutes left. Yes, let's get into it. Go ahead. So that's just one here. It's pretty much for Aaron here. It says, what about the alignment of the planets that started in January and has happened in millions of years? Also, there's a city in the eclipse line called Jonah. I think you covered that already. I wasn't aware of this uh, planetary alignment. You guys... Aaron, do you know anything about this? So I looked into it a little bit. Uh, I need to look into it a little more. Uh, apparently, okay, so on March 13th, if you were to visually look at uh, Stellarium, the sun is in between three pl- three planets to the left and three planets to the right, and the sun's in the middle of it. So people are kind of nicknaming it the menorah, uh, the menorah uh, lineup, March 13th. Also, people are saying during the eclipse, you'll be able to see... Well, you won't be able to see it because it's at, during the daytime, but in theory, you would be able to see a bit of an alignment of them in being in the same area. Now, I was also I was going to look into it and seeing if it's all like actually in alignment, you know, how all the planets are kind of uh, could be in a line at one point. I don't know how that works. It's kind of like a, an unanswered full question for me, but I know that on March 13th there on Stellarium, they're kind of lined up real nice. Uh, if you if you consider the moon being one of the one of the. Um, you know, hey guys, tornado sirens April fourth. Right April fourth is four planets did, will be lined. Did you up. say a tornado sirens going off? Yeah, our tornado oh. sirens are going off right now. I gotta leave right now. I gotta see what's going on. So yeah, you oh, better well, be careful. There's we're gonna pray for you right now. Oh, yeah, we're praying for you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We uh, we rebuke this storm right now. May it dissipate and go the other direction right now and just vanish. We don't want it going in any territory that's going to be harming anyone. We rebuke that storm right now in Jesus' name. We rebuke and bind up this, the prince, the power of the air right now in Jesus' name. It cannot do his work. There is no way he can do his work. It is, must cease right now. Jesus right now in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Wow. I'll be back. Boy, these I'll be are truly back. the last days, folks. <laughs> it's, it's a weird siren. I never heard the siren before. It's a different siren. I never heard it before. be nice if you heard the trumpet instead. I'll be I, back. Know that the, I know that right. there was tornado warnings for us in Indiana, so that's yeah, that's alarming. It was pretty bad um, earlier. I mean, it was lightning and stuff. It was nuts. We didn't get there any rain storms. from it, but we heard a lot of a lot of thunder. Like even the cats went crazy. I was like, "Wow, Lord, <laughs> this so is the, pretty wild." The weather's changing. It really is. Now cases all disappears. All right, um, be safe. Brother. Yes, be live. safe, man. If the power goes out, you get to watch it live. Destroy the top of my house. Oh, gosh. No. <laughs> no, um, we don't want to see that. I mean, it won't happen. Amen. April 4th. <laughs> yeah. we're Check coming this out. Right. April 4th, 2024, there's four planets that are going to line up. So I'm reading this right now on April 4th. The next alignment of four planets. Okay, you know what? Fourth. This actually triggered another. Okay, so I'm going to do a video on this. Uh, a gentleman named Kevin messaged me and said that uh, when Babylon fell, right around 539 uh, BC, there were two eclipses 
in a very similar time length apart from each other than there are now. Mm, and, interesting. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to put a short video together with all the information. Uh, uh, and also, okay. Ju- Jupiter and some other planets during these eclipses, when Babylon fell in one night, are in the exact same spot that they are during these eclipses from the 2007. Yeah, that is interesting. So the same and, pattern that when the, when Babylon fell is the same pattern that's happening now in a lot of ways. Not exactly the same, but a lot of planets are in the exact same constellations in the very similar zones. Yeah. So um, probably do a short and one on that soon. Completely off topic while we're talking about some things. Um, I definitely wanted to ask you guys who are all watching if you can come by and check out uh, what we're doing and feed my sheep today. Uh, being able to get the Bibles out and we donate the car. We got so many, I got so many videos that I'm like kind of backlogged. I'm going to be rolling them out. I'm going to try to keep them short though, you know, five to 10 minutes, uh, an acceptable, digestible length. And um, I also got a, uh, a lens filter and I don't know if it's going to work or not, but I did get some pretty good shots of the moon when we had that, that super moon, but I'm going to try and live stream the eclipse. So if mm. if all goes well, you should definitely come check it out on the channel, and um, I'll have it posted beforehand. But I'll, I'm gonna we'll see if something is gonna happen, <laughs> if there's sunspots or whatnot. So I'm I'm really curious about that. I just got that yeah. little lens filter in the mail today, so I'm like, My, Ooh, Michael's channel is there it. on the banner below, right there, YouTube.com forward slash sleep forward slash Centurions of Faith Michael Pels. That's spelled P-O-E-H-L-S. Snapshot the, the, the screen and use it. There you go. Yeah, Everything's but... moving so fast, guys. <laughs> it is. Time's speeding Some... up. It's all for a yeah. reason, folks. We're heading right to that day. We don't know when, but it's it's speeding towards that day when the horn's going to blow. And everybody's yeah. got to – you got to be ready, folks. Quit messing around. Time is short. Yeah. And get off biggest... your butt. Get, into your, get off your butts and read the Bible. Share the good news with the world. Get on YouTube. Get out there and share it because it's coming down to that last person that the Lord's going to save. And I believe that's when the horn's going to blow. All the other people that are left behind is going to take more than a swift kick in the butt, folks. Yeah, I can feel it, man. This is real, folks. It is real. It is. It's very real. And the biggest thing that I feel just like that brother who emailed Greg, I absolutely have been feeling the same thing. About oh, it's amazing praying and fasting. So again, feeling. you know, you can fast from all sorts of things, but primarily you want to fast from something that you are really affectionate about. Like I really enjoy doing graphics design. So I fast from that specifically because I want to divert <laughs> the attention I gave to the things that I like to do to honor God with that in that time and to do mm-hmm. that exclusively. And um, you'll be surprised, guys, if if you take that time away from those things that you love to do or like to do and give it to God, the revelations and the, the little nuggets that he shares with you when you're when you're praying and reading the word. It's so awesome. Right. Right. And folks, you know, he wants you to do this, uh, you know, without announcing it with trumpets, too. So if you're going to do it, do it yeah. between you and the Lord. Right. OK. Yeah. You don't have to announce it with trumpets. You do it. And you can say afterwards, listen, I participated in that fast with you, brothers. That's that's awesome. Yeah. That'd be a great thing because that's what he says. You'll be rewarded for those who do these things in secret. Don't go out there showing everybody you're fasting. That's not what he 
intends for yeah. everyone to do. <laughs> no, yeah. Okay. It's between yeah. you and the Lord and yeah. you do it, uh, pray about it, of course, as well. Uh, someone who's like Michael, who's diabetic, yeah. you're not going to be fasting from, uh, from food. Um, it's going to, it's not healthy for him. So, um, you, you choose something like Michael said, that is really special to you that you cling to quite a bit. That's something that can count as well. The Lord knows your heart. Exactly. Yeah. You definitely don't want to be boastful about it and be like, guess what I did for the last 30 days. No, <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nuts. Yeah, definitely nuts. Kind of defeats the whole purpose. Cause God, one of the biggest things that the Lord is displeased with is pride. That is one thing that God hates. And that's, mm. it just really, that speaks to the boastfulness of pride. So yeah, be oh, humble yes. about it. You know, pride is bad. Yeah, self-righteousness is like yeah. a filthy rag. That's garbage. And you that know what's interesting is yeah. I've I've done a lot of studies and I've I've listened to a lot of uh, commentary about the judgment that came to Nineveh, and um and also places like Sodom and Gomorrah, and it's it's that not you know we talk about this failure to repent, but. It's they choose to do their own thing. They choose to go their own way and not to choose to do the things of God. And uh, it all goes back to pride. Pride was the primary emphasis of the destruction of a lot of these cities that were destroyed by God. So we see that pride being so bad. And not only that, but pride blinds you. So, you know, if you're full of pride, you sometimes don't even realize it. Pride can be very sneaky. And, and start coming into your life in different ways. So you always got to be on guard and always ask the Lord, you know, hey, Lord, please open my eyes to know, is there something in my, that's, that I, you know, that's bringing pride, that I'm manifesting pride in my life. And um, sometimes it can hurt, you know, <laughs> when you pray things like that, because you don't realize, you know, when the Lord, re, you know, reproves you and points something out, don't mm-hmm. don't run from it. But embrace what the Lord says and, and repent in the sense that you're changing course. You're correcting what from what you're doing to what the Lord wants of you. You know, to do the will of God, is it's pretty simple, really. It's just obeying and being obedient to what he has and told us that we should do and how we should live through Scripture. But uh, we make update? it a lot more complicated. Oh, Brother Bob's back. Yeah, he's back. What's the update, Bob? Well, they spotted a tornado. It's in this area somewhere. It's it's calm outside right now. I don't know where it's at, but somewhere. That's crazy. I don't know if I like that. It had been close for sirens. Yeah, had it been real close. It's it's calm all done. I don't hear no wind. Oh, thank God. The calm storm. If I start to hear like, yeah, a freight train gone. (laughs) Elijah was caught in a whirlwind. (laughs) You see me leave abruptly. Then, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we'll be fine, though. Well, here's the next question, Bob. I think we kind of answered some of these questions along the, the way, but oh. has this eclipse? Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Has this eclipse ever happened over America before? Yeah, so uh, there's been a lot of them, but there's been nine. This is going to be the ninth total solar eclipse since the U.S. became a nation in the 1776. Nine being the last single digit number. Right. Um, I don't know. I forget what nine means, but I think nine uh, means completion. Number you know, that, of perfection. Uh, what's that? Rick? Number of perfection. It, it might be. Yeah. 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 I think eight is completion. Yeah. Or 
seven is eight is completion. Yeah. Nine eight planets. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know this. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> just listening <laughs> to the wind right now. Amen. I'll just listen to you and I'm listening out there right now. <laughs> don't blame you. Yeah. yeah. Ricky, Ricky says nine means judgment. Oh, is that you, Ricky, that you just commented? Or is that another Ricky on the on the chat? Ricky uh, or Levine? Okay. Nine judgment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could see that. See, yeah, I always thought seven was divine completion, but. Yeah, seven is divine completion, also judgment. That's why the seven years tribulation you know yeah and uh eight being new beginnings and nine being d a yes. divine new beginning. new beginning so yeah. so that's a there's a new beginning and there's a divine new beginning okay so eight is new beginning, different right. types of beginnings yeah. so that would be nine represent ten is character of god uh what were we what were we looking here oh got no question i said who has been having internet blackouts um, I have. It actually happened here. My wife, my wife said our phones went down. I wasn't paying yeah. attention. I had. I was on Wi-Fi. I didn't experience any of that stuff. Yeah. But you guys. I have here. I have. Well, there's the solar flares stuff that's going on. The sun's flaring up right now, and that might play a role in some of this stuff that we're seeing with the internets and the phones and all that stuff. And the sun is really being active this past month. It is possible. And then you got to look at the other flip side of it is you know are we being cyber attacked yeah so it's possible too i think a little bit of both yeah it's something it's uh my money's probably on a cyber attack <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> they're, they're, they're having issues yeah. in places where, where it didn't where it didn't hit the earth yeah <laughs> you see what i'm saying it's like well we, there was no solar flare to hit this part but yeah we're having trouble i was like and yeah. why is you guys why are you guys only having trouble with pharmacies <laughs> you know why the pharmacy? You know the, 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 dog, the, player. the dog rescue is just fine, but the uh, pharmacy, yeah, got messed that up. That is you know? interesting. Yeah, <laughs> so they're attacking the pharmacies and stuff like that. You know, so it's definitely, yeah. I wouldn't say well, it was all the solar flare, but when they do that, I think they run cover and it, yeah. they they execute certain attacks. And I think this is done by Chinese shock troops, which are. Uh, what they do is they essentially shock different parts of the nation when given their orders to. And it's interesting because Xi Jinping just said that uh, he, he mentioned something about the Chinese nationals entering our country right now, which is like the highest number. The, the main people they say entering our nation now are Chinese nationals. And I, I seen know. that in Dream Divisions years ago. Like, where do all these Chinese people come yes. from? There they are. And he said that these Chinese operatives are representing China's interests. Hmm. And yeah, mm. letting them in. Yeah. Biden's like, I'm okay with that Chinese interest. That's cool. Yeah, I need a diaper change. You know, <laughs> it's bad. Also in Canada, the uh, the incoming uh, newcomers is incredible, especially here in Newfoundland. Biden, they come. The airplanes every day, full of them. Every yeah. day. Did every I hear something about a balloon? Another balloon? Yes, another no, one. No, not another state. balloon. Yeah, I just looked at it now. Yes, there's something going same on with time. that. Same no, time no. as that whole thing went down. Interesting. Blew, blew right over. So I was like, come on, guys. I mean, really? Don't be so <laughs> obvious. At least wait about yeah. three days, you know, before you do that, you know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, 
and they won't shoot it down. It's like, we don't know exactly what it is, so we'll just keep letting it go, you know? Yeah. Like, Meanwhile, that little thing goes pictures and everything. Yeah. It's like 32K pictures. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. Here's a question here from Sylvia. Have you heard about the Eastern Gate being open? I didn't hear anything about that. Did you? No, it's not open yet. It will be open with Jesus Christ. Yeah, that thing's sealed. Solomon back in sixteen hundred sealed that thing, or yes. something like that. By the yeah. Ottoman, Ottoman yep. Empire. Yeah. Yep. So, Ottoman. Um, yes. Thank you. I like for the, the way John says it better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the translation there. Interesting thing about Israel, though, they just voted on a two-state solution. I know we haven't mentioned that yet, but they voted uh, ninety-nine to nine. And basically, they gave uh, the Palestinians, essentially the entire world, the middle finger. They say, nope, you guys can pretty much, you know, they pretty much told them where to stick it. We're not doing a two-state solution. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now it says, you know, they're not going to vote on it again. Okay, a month later. Let's vote on it again. It's like, no, we voted on it already. It's a done deal. We're going to start building on the West Bank, and we're going to start doing our thing everywhere like we've been doing. So now the world's like, okay, well, they're not going to do what we want them to do, so now what do we do? You have a war. Okay, got to go to war with them. So now, I mean, we're right on pace. You know, <laughs> if, if Israel is so emboldened right now, so emboldened to the fact that now they're going to be sacrificing these heifers supposedly, at the end of March, like John was talking about, and that, that red that red heifer Sabbath. I mean, what a perfect day to sacrifice that heifer. Yep. What a perfect day. And it's mm-hmm. 10 days before uh, April 8th. Okay. So mm-hmm. I don't know what do you wow. guys think about all that. They could do it on April 8th, too, guys. Mm-hmm. Think mm-hmm. about that, too. Be wild. Happy birthday, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> How old do you turn in, John? Hey, how old are you turning? Uh, 59. 59. Okay. I'm 40. I'm 40. So yes. this, is, this is the big 40 year for me. Let yes. my people go. Please, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He fulfilled the period of 40. Time yeah. to go. The Jonah year, you know, whatever. When the rapture <laughs> happens, we get our glorified bodies, I believe, that will all look between the ages of 28 and 33. We're all at like the same that. age, I think, around mm-hmm. that. So that's what I believe when the rapture happens, we get our horrified bodies. So we'll get our get my hair back. I'll get some of my hair back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Rick. What oh, about this one? You want to read this one, oh, Rick? Question Can man use weather machine for these storms? Well, I mean, PARP. We've heard mm-hmm. about that. Weather modification machines. They, I believe they do exist, in my opinion. And why would they modify our weather? Why would they do stuff like that? Is there a secret agenda behind it? Maybe, maybe not. But they have, I believe, used such machinery to, to do stuff, to trigger. But it's also, it could be a lot of the things that are modifying our weather. They, You know, things they set up in the atmosphere, everything combined. Um, but yeah, they, I, you know, like I said, I've heard of HARP. I just never read into it that much. Cheryl, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, they have yeah. machines that can do stuff like that. They actually even have uh, – there's actually packs and uh, agreements that China does with Japan. If they get too much of a drought, they can send storms at them and stuff like that. So they have the – that's been going on since the 70s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah ever since Vietnam. 
Yeah, they, yeah. they started cloud seeding in Vietnam to lengthen the monsoon season to try to drown out the, the what they call the tunnel rats. Or the hey, Bob, what are the odds of them knowing that you were on this show tonight? So let's send Bob a harp storm real quick. Get him out yeah, of here. My wife, you know, funny, my wife said this whole thing passed over. Nothing's going to happen. <laughs> well, you know, I, I got barricaded over. here and he everything. Got harped. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden there's a siren going off, you know. It was the wrong type of siren. I'd rather hear the trumpet going off instead. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Imagine that. Kind of a war war, like, you know, like Elijah. Yeah. It's yeah, kind of an eerie sound, though. We have, like, storm sirens. Mm-hmm. But the siren was a siren that I, I was like, we've had tornado watches here. Mm-hmm. But I've never heard the siren before because mm-hmm. they only sound it when the tornado actually touches down. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. So I've heard that thing. I was like, I was like, I never heard that one before, hon. So, like, oh, that's one when that tornado actually touches down in the area. I was like, <laughs> no, and now you know it's real when that one goes off. <laughs> she she <laughs> sounds more calm than you do. I think you, uh, yeah. hey, uh I, I'll say that, uh, you know, it's funny we talk about all these crazy events and maybe in the what ifs that might happen on the solar eclipse, uh, maybe the even occultists or elitists will do something because of symbolic reasons on that time frame. But uh, when stuff actually happens, because it will happen eventually, you know, we're not, we're not just rambling on and talking about these <laughs> things for no reason. These right. things will come to pass eventually. And when it does, your first response, your fight or flight, you might get afraid. But remember to immediately turn to the Lord in prayer because that's just your flesh. Right. So then you need to just reorientate yourself back to the Lord and and pray because some crazy stuff is coming. And I and it's crazy. I remember being at Walmart once and I was purchasing something and I was talking to my wife. And I remember to the fact I said, you know, it'd be crazy if such and such happened. And right when I said that, the power went out in all of Clarksville, Indiana, including where I was. And it was just pitch black. Like you couldn't see your hand in front of your face, and um, it ha- it sends you into a very weird element. You know, you're like, whoa, and your adrenaline starts going, and you're like, something's not right. You know, so. But remember, we always have to reorientate ourselves to the Lord because that is so important, and that's how we're going to remain calm. That's well, that's why we're the ones who have built our house upon the rock, right, mm-hmm. and not the sand. That's going to be that moment of the testing for that so to speak because some people you know that said that they did these you know they trust it and everything when the time comes will they truly trust are they truly going to be founded upon the rock and you know we i know everyone here is yes amen let's make this the closing question last question yep yes fitting for our guest so this is for aaron is it aaron can you speak about the aleph and the top and it being over america please so Sure. Just say a couple things again, and then I'm able to make a closing uh, statement too, because I'm probably getting near sure. the end of the live stream. But um, yeah, can you speak about the Aleph and the Tav and it being over the uh, America, please? Well, like, let me uh, get my in uh, in Hebrew. If you go back to the Hebrew, which is God's original language, which He wrote uh, the Old Testament in, the Aleph is means ox or a bull. Here's my little thing. Here, I'll, I'll show you that, so you can take a screenshot if you need to. Okay, and then the top is down there. If you need to take a screenshot, I'll read it to you, though, as well. 
But um, so an aleph is an ox or a bull. It means gentle, tame, the leader, strength, what is first. Adonai, it's another uh, term for a thousand and to teach. And tav is a mark, a sign, or a cross, ownership, to seal, covenant, join two things, the last together. So, and Jesus says he's the aleph and the tav. So he is the ox or the bull and the tav. And so you're seeing, like if you were to flip this over upside down, you're seeing an ox head. You're seeing an aleph. You're seeing an aleph. And if you turn it a little bit like that, you're seeing a cross. And that's how they used to write Hebrew in the Old Testament. So uh, the sign of the Son of Man in the clouds. It, to me, it seems like it's a sign of judgment. And so um, I have been so, so blessed to uh, to go and read Hebrew and to try and understand the Hebrew letters and the Hebrew numbers. It's been quite a blessing. And I, I, and I just want to go softly back to that point just to end so people don't misunderstand what I'm saying about the, all that stuff. Uh, I'm in no way at all coming against the King James Version. I love it. I read it all the time. I think it's wonderful. Not knocking it at all. Uh, there's been times, though, that I've been I've read it. I'm like, I don't get this. I don't know what's going on. I don't get it. And so I've been so blessed to uh, have a hard copy of the Amplified. I'm like, oh, I get the chapter now. Like, for example, Daniel 11, if you read it in the King James only, and, and that's the only thing you read and you don't go anywhere else. You don't understand that it's about Antiochus Epiphanes. But when you go to other versions, it'll clarify it for you. Like, oh, I didn't know it's about Antiochus Epiphanes the fourth. Now I get it. Oh, man, great. So and then, well, who is Antiochus Epiphanes? What's his story? Oh, it's not it's not his story isn't in the Bible. Oh, it's in First Maccabees. OK, all right. So then you go to First Maccabees and you read the story. Oh, that makes sense. And then you just the history is just completed. And like, I get it. Then you go back to the KGB and you read, okay, I get it now. So there's moments in my walk and my learning where I've, where I've studied, I mean, I come to a brick wall. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I just can't stay here. I got to get somewhere else to get it. And then you go to videos and they share stuff and the people, we're all iron sharpening each other. And so my point is definitely, definitely read the King James Bible. But if you're stuck and you're like me and you're not a smart guy, you need to get some other help sometimes from other friends. You need some help with from your friends, from your other translations and other Bibles. And Amen. if you really want to dig down on a really deep subject, just welcome the different translations, especially if you're confused. If you're like, I don't get this at all, go explore. And then trust that the Holy Spirit's going to show you. And have discernment. Have discernment. There are translations that are a mess. So you've got to go, mm, that doesn't sit right. That doesn't feel right. Uh, no, I don't think that's lining up with that you know so you got to use discernment but um you know it's okay it's okay to read stuff like i even i i read the quran not because i wanted to convert because i wanted to understand i read some parts of the quran just to understand what they're thinking and how it contradicts our faith so it's important when you're studying to just see it all at different angles and read things and and be humble and be teachable and uh, and all that so i just wanted to really clearly i uh Clearly, I'm not coming against the King James. I'm just saying you, you, let's expand if you're stuck, if you're stuck. And so and then just to summarize all this eclipse stuff, um, I think it means judgment. I think it means game on game on. I don't know if it's if it's going to be on April 8th. I don't know if the rapture is happening before on it or after. I know as good as all these other guys on the panel and the guys in the chats and the ladies in the chats. 
you know, my guess is as good as mine. Uh, your guess is as good as mine. I've been guessing at stuff, and of course, my guesses have uh, not come true. But um, I am really pumped about this eclipse in terms of uh, I think it's it's about time. I think we're near the 6,000-year timeline. That's a whole other conversation. I think we're really close to God's true 6,000 year. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, God's on a timeline. And, and uh, some people think that, oh, we have to wait for the last soul to be saved for the rapture to happen. And that I don't think so. I think that we have to. Uh, God's just—he's got a timeline, and he is—he is, he is going to keep what what he has planned. And uh, his times are appointed and scheduled, and he's never too early, and he's never too late. Mm-hmm. So, uh, be, but because of that, that's more incentive to tell people because it could happen. Because we don't know when it's going to happen, but it could happen literally like very soon. But the other side of the coin is everybody—you got to keep on keeping on. Don't uh, sell the house. Don't burn the couch. Don't uh, quit your job. That's so critical, important. Some people get really bummed out. They get really depressed. I've seen it. And uh, it's almost like the rapture blues or something like that. You know, you got to keep on keeping on. Have a balance. Very, very important. Uh, And I just to be clear, too, you're not going to miss the rapture if you don't watch every single live stream and every single video like don't have the guilt like you gotta oh i gotta yes. watch every single thing and yes. and no that's not yeah. what you're that's how yeah. you're you're not gonna miss the rapture because you missed the live stream okay so uh i encourage you to watch every single live stream that you can and every single uh amen uh you know read the bible as much as you can but don't have this oh my god goodness if i, if I miss it oh no like some people think like that that's not how it works you're saved because of jesus and uh that simple okay Amen. so i see it because i talk with you guys so much I, I i communicate with people in discord so much and i get to hear people and i read all my comments and i and i see where people are at and um so take it easy so it's one of my lines just relax <laughs> yeah, if you're saved jesus has got you you know you're on the winning side and mm-hmm. um, and just be always ready to defend christ defend christ defend the gospel that he died for your sins mm-hmm. everything else is like whatever okay so um i love you guys all i love you guys all on the panel thank you for having me i know love you too, brother. we just everybody was talking yeah. and uh, you know but good um, time. good time oh yeah good stuff yeah good show awesome. got it and uh that's it so lord willing we'll be back next week right and Amen. god bless Amen. you yeah I'll god bless you all uh, Aaron, thank you for coming See on with us. Later, guys. Yeah, we thank Thanks you for having me. God bless you. <laughs>